Hey, I hope you all are having a good day. Um, as we are now in summer, uh, for most of you that know me, um, I write a lot of poetry during the summertime. Um, and as I was getting out my old journal uh, to see some of the poems I wrote for last year, I said, why don't I make a video about it um, and talk a bit about my uh, journey as an artist, specifically a haiku poet. Um, for those of you that know me, um, I've been writing poetry much of my life, but I've been writing haiku poetry specifically um, and almost exclusively um, for the last eight years since 2012. And I've been very fortunate um, to experience, um, uh, you know, a, a notable degree of success. So um, I thought I'd talk about that uh, a little bit, um, hopefully uh, inspire uh, some of you who are thinking about doing something a little bit artistic, particularly those of you that um, follow me that are in the corporate life, which is very rigid. Um, some of you I know might be looking into doing something different, so maybe this could um, inspire you to do it. So this is really just a timeline um, of that journey for me. Um, I have a timeline sketched out to my left on my laptop, so bear with me as I you know, kind of peek over here and there uh, just to make sure that I'm doing things in chronological order. Um, and excuse the noise in the background, I hear some motorcycles now, so you might hear that, a cop car, an ambulance, so just stay with me. Um, so elementary school, that's the first bullet. So as I mentioned um, at the top of this um, video, um, I was introduced to poetry, you know, in elementary school. I forget what year um, I was in specifically, um, but I remember just, I, I took a class on it and we not only wrote poetry, but we created um, our own, you know, paper, we did paper mache, like it was just a very creative class. And a big part of it was poetry, which we were graded on. And um, I don't know specifically what I used to write about back then, but uh, I just remember enjoying the therapeutic um, uh, benefits that I got from poetry. And I remember my poetry teacher, or English teacher, um, she pulled me aside out of the classroom one day and said, hey, you should keep doing this thing. Um, you're pretty good at it. Now, I don't know if I was one of many students she did this to. It's kind of a goodwill, but um, I do remember that moment. And uh, at that point, I don't really remember, you know, being consistent with poetry outside of that class. Like when I was young and there was a lot of life to happen. So, um, you know, we jumped to uh, high school. That was my next, that's my next memory of, of, of writing poetry again. And um, at that time, I, I would write it here and then, but here and there, but I, I didn't own it, right? Because back then, Poetry, I think poetry has gotten a lot of acceptance now. For some reason, I don't know, really know which drove that, but um, I guess it's just the, the, the inclusive nature of today's culture. Um, but back then in high school, you know, some years ago, 2008-ish, um, it wasn't in vogue. So um, I kind of kept my poetry to myself. I didn't really talk about it much. Um, and again, I wasn't even writing it much. You know, it was high school, so I'm starting to think about girls. I'm starting to, you know, get into, you know, my friends and video games. You know, just like so many different things to um, uh, uh, capture my attention and so much thing to think about, right? You start worrying about how you are positioned in society amongst the schools. So I was just super distracted. So um, high school, I wrote here and there, um, but it was really in college. Um, that I began um, to pick up the pen specifically um, during my time at Baruch College where um, up to that point I was fixated on working in finance. Um, I wanted to be a stock trader. As a matter of fact, if you see my other videos you probably know this, um, when I was in high school, that same very high school um, in 10th grade, um, was it 10th grade? 
forget I forget here and there. Yeah, it was 10th grade. I created my um, high school's um, first investment club, right? I got all my friends together. I said, hey, you know, invest your video game money, your, your, your Yu-Gi-Oh card money, and let's uh, invest in this brokerage account. In some way, somehow, I convinced them, and um, we started trading stocks in the real brokerage account. The school organized it and created it, and we uh, traded real stocks. So at that point, you know, I became obsessed with the idea of um, investing, particularly um, I was introduced to finance during an AP economics course. And coming from born and raised in Harlem, that class really opened up my mind to the global market. It opened my mind to the fact there was more going on in the world than my own neighborhood. So I became obsessed with just being in finance. Um, and everything that I did kind of modeled after that ambition and that, and that vision. Um, so yeah, by the time I got into college, um, I still kind of had that mentality, but then I took a lot of marketing and advertising classes, um, and that kind of swayed me um, considerably um, to the point where uh, I was I was thinking about going over to marketing. As a matter of fact, in my head, um, I was like, okay, I, I want to do this marketing thing and give it a shot. So I was I had a dilemma, right? Because all all of my self esteem, all of my, my self identity was wrapped into. Um, finance, everything I did in terms of extracurricular activities um, were largely in finance. Um, you know, that was something that I can speak to and speak about very easily. So again, I was in this kind of career transition dilemma. So uh, at that point I said, okay, I needed, I needed something to justify why a firm should hire me in a marketing capacity. Again, I've never been to a marketing event at that point. I'm just trying to be inventive. So I said, well, what can I do that's creative? I know that marketing people, they're very creative. They come up with advertisements sometimes. I know they do a lot of writing. Um, they're just very creative. And, and in my mind, as a finance person, I, I was thinking very rigidly, right? I just had to be rigid. I had to know the numbers. I had to be a good analyst. But now I had to do something creative. So I said, what did I do in my history that's creative that I can probably prove to somebody um, that I'm worth hiring? And then, you know, it's kind of like a light bulb moment. I said, oh yeah, I do this writing thing, right? <laughs> so um, I said, okay, well maybe if I can get published as a writer, this is me in, in, in college, if I can get published as a writer, that that would make me in some way kind of like undeniable, right? Like I can, I have legitimate proof that I'm creative. Um, so that became my new um, uh, uh, mission was to, to get published uh, as a writer. So, uh, following following that epiphany, um, I remember I used to read the Metro uh, New York. The Metro and the AM, they used to give it out for free in New York. I think they still do. But, you know, they were just all over the place back, back then. I'm talking around 2012, uh, in 2012 specifically. And um, I remember picking up the AM newspaper. It was literally, and I kid you not, I made this epiphany like on a Saturday. On Monday morning, I picked up the, the Metro. And I opened it up. I think it was, yeah, it was probably like end of March. No, it was, it was early April, like April 1st or something. So I opened up the newspaper and it's literally a call to action from the mayor's office. Bloomberg, Mayor Bloomberg, he was, he was the mayor at the time. Um, and uh, it literally said, calling all NYC, calling all poets. Um, the mayor's office is looking for, um, you know, the top poets in New York to submit their work as part of uh, National uh, Poetry Month, which is in April. And I was like, whoa, 
you know, it was one of those moments for those of you that kind of have a belief in a belief in destiny or just like, you know, your, your steps are guided. Like that was a, a moment for me. I was like, whoa, like this is meant to happen. I literally thought about writing poetry and, and, and to make it sp a, a little bit more on the nose. While I was having this epiphany, I did some research and I said, what are other forms of poetry? Because I didn't feel like writing long term. I wanted to try something different. And Japanese haiku came up and, and, and I love the idea of it, right? For those of you that know, don't know very quickly, it's a very, it's a, it's a, it's a very short form um, of, uh, version of poetry. So it's five, seven, five. So five syllable, uh, five syllables followed by seven syllables followed by another five syllables. So it's a very short form of poetry. And I, I just became in love with that idea. I even practiced it a little bit. So when I saw that newspaper highlight haiku, and poetry within like 48 hours, like my mind was blown. I was like, wow, like this is really, you know, some real uh, destiny, right? So uh, I remember, and again, I, I've written maybe up to two haikus at that point, and that was just me trying it out. So I go ahead and, 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 I, and, I, and I, you know, stuff the, the, the Metro in my, in my backpack so I don't forget it, and I get home, or even, I think even on that train ride, I started just writing. I just took out my, 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 my notebook and I just started writing, 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 just like ideas, trying to look at different stimuli and um, just, just compose all that into a poem. So I, I had about like, you know, three poems, five poems by the time I got to, to, to campus. Um, and, and, and yeah, I was just writing, writing, writing. I wrote for about two days, I think, because um, it really wasn't a lot of time. And you had to submit them via Twitter. So I think I, I either had a Twitter account or I created one because of it. And then I just submitted like all, I, I looked at the, 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 the 16, maybe 30 poems I had and I picked like the top, like the top 10 or something like that. Like I didn't want to drown them. So I chose like the top eight or something, maybe less than that. And um, I just submitted those. And then I looked at the hashtag, um, which I forget, I forget what it was. Um, it was like NYC, pocket poem or something like that and and I looked at it and it was like people from all over the world submitting and I was like no like I thought it was just me like I thought I was the only one that, that, that read this newspaper so I submitted I submitted the poem and and I just waited I just submitted them you know I added that the mayor's office at Bloomberg um, use the hashtag and I just sat there you know at the time and even currently my pin name um, is Maha Haiku that's M-A-H-A -A, um, Haiku um, at the time I was like okay well if I have a name with Haiku in it they might pay more attention to it and Maha means great and um, but I forgot which language and I don't want to be wrong on this but Maha has it means great in, in, in some ancient language but um, nonetheless uh, yeah so I submitted I submitted those poems and you know, a, a day goes by, two days, three, a week goes by. And uh, you know, again, I just created Twitter for this competition. So I don't have, I have no idea about the notifications or anything or how this works. Again, social media, it was there, but it was still kind of new to a lot of us. So I looked at my phone, like maybe a week later, two weeks later, I, by that time, it was still on my mind, but I kind of forgot about it. I went on with my life. And I saw a notification like at, Maha Haiku at New York City's mayor's office. I'm like, what? So I open it up. It's like 7 a.m. And it says, uh, congratulations to the winners. There were four winners of uh, the, the NYC uh, Poet Tweet comp competition. I was just like, whoa. Like, I, I, my mind was just blown that I won this. Like, I did it. Like, in under, 
like a month, if you will, like I accomplished this goal. And what they did was they published it in the Metro newspaper, I think the following day. Um, and then they, 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 they shared each poem on the MTV Jumbotron in Times Square. So like my mind was just blown. And I think what that moment taught me was just the power of social media because I was never really into social media growing up. Like even when it was getting hip, like I was always a pen and pad type of guy. So when that happened, I was like, yo, like this is this like I'm looking at my phone. I'm looking at Twitter like this is serious, bro. Like you can you can tap you can touch anyone with this with this um, social media thing. You know that, that's the way I was articulating it. I was just like blown away. So I instead of me going to 40 42nd Street to take a picture of the jumbotron, I kind of regret this now. Um, I I just went around the city and picked up every single Metro newspaper because I was still kind of in that mentality that like print is everlasting, you know, digital can go away. So I got about 50, I'm, I'm gonna show you now, I got it next to me, I got about 50 of these uh, newspapers. Literally, I'm not even kidding, it's probably like 60. But I, I didn't get a picture of the MTV Jumbotron, but obviously it was written in the press release that came out that it was there, so I, I'll take that as um, gospel. But um, yeah, dude, it, it was pretty cool. We'll see if this works, if it, if it works with me showing this on camera. If not, I'll do something in post, um, hopefully. But um, yeah, uh, poem in your pocket. Poem in your pocket. Let me see if I get out the way. Poem in your pocket. Am I on this page? Yeah, I'm right here. So Maha Haiku. It's showing itself. It's, it's, it's showing itself backwards on my screen, but maybe um, in, in post it'll be the right direction. So hopefully you can read that. If not, I'll just fix it. Uh, excuse the noise in the back. But so that was my first big achievement in poetry, right? And at that point, I was like, okay, um, I, I got something here. You know, let me let me keep on going. I really enjoy this. I enjoy the art form too. Um, it served a certain end in terms of just trying to legitimize myself as a creative, but um, I really loved it. So it was a perfect marriage. So um, by that time, I'm, I'm looking a bit at the, the timeline. Um, now we're, again, we're still in the summer. Now we hit the summer of 2020. So we went uh, from the spring to summer of the same year. Now I'm just like hot, you know, like I'm like, I got, I think I can do something with this. I'm enjoying this. I love haiku. Again, a great source of therapy. I love the challenge of it. I love it because it's kind of like problem solving. Um, I just love the challenge of haiku. So I was writing, so that following summer, um, and, I, and I guess it kind of speaks to just how I am in general, like when my mind is on something, I was writing eight hours a day, no lie, every single day, about every single day that summer, just getting better and better at the craft. Um, I was writing, you know, obviously at home and coffee shops. Um, for those of you that know me personally, this was a big part of my life at the time. Um, I was writing at, at, at a beautiful place. It's called the Poets House here in New York City. Um, let me put my password back in. But I was writing at the Poets House in New York City, which is in Tribeca. Um, I, I would do a lot of writing in there and, and meet the people and just get a vibe of the people um, in, in, in the, in the, in the, you know, the industry, just people that were moving and shaking in there and kind of get a, a, a kind of temperature check on how they um, go about their process. So um, I was writing every single day. Again, the goal was to get better, um, to really have a grasp on um, traditional, how I was written traditionally, but more importantly, develop my own writing style, right? So that was very important to me. Uh, so we hit the, the next year, 2013. Um, so again, I'm still writing. It's been almost a year now that I've been writing consistently. 
Um, again, I'm in love with the art form. I'm very happy that I've been able to um, have the fortune of being published at that point. Um, and, and NASA decides, okay, well, we're going to send, we want to study Mars. So they created something uh, called the MAVEN spacecraft, which, and, and, and correct me in the comments if I'm a little bit off, but it was a spacecraft that was meant to fly around the orbit of Mars and collect data, like atmospheric data um, and other um, information. Um, that was kind of the high level. And I guess as a way to kind of drum up interest and attention around it, they had a, um, a, a, a haiku competition. Yeah, I believe it was haiku specifically. I got the diploma next to me, but they had this um, haiku competition. So I said, um, okay, this is this is new. So it was like the, the, the like the, those couple of years, 12, 13, 2014, it was all about haiku. But they, they had this competition. And if you got enough votes, uh, your poem would become one that was sent off to Mars. It was going to be saved on a disc on the Maven, and they were going to send it to Mars. So, as you can imagine, but the, the poem had to be about, um, you know, Mars or space. It was a Mars-centric poem, obviously, very thematic. So I got to work, started doing research on Mars, learning everything that I can um, about Mars, um, and doing my best to turn it into a poem. Um, and, and, and yeah, I, I, I wrote a, I wrote a whole bunch of poems and I'm trying to think how was the submission process? I think you was only able to submit two via a website. It was a form on the website and you can only submit two. So I took a, I took like a day or two just to really process the different poems that I had and then ended up submitting, um, the, the two that I thought, you know, would, would resonate and long story less long. Um, there was a, it, once everyone's poems got saved, they were visible, um, on, on, on the, on the website and okay, there's a lot of noise. So, so bear with me, stay with me here. Um, so it was visible on the website and then, uh, people can vote on it, right? So different people can vote on it. I call up all my friends, Hey, vote. So I got like five votes from friends and other people, the public voted as well. And, um, what ended up happening was, uh, fortunately one of my poems ended up making it. Right, so it got saved um, on this disc, and it was sent over um, uh, with Maven to Mars, and I was, I was I was extremely happy about that. I think the big challenge in that was, um, you know, just 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 compiling all this research, learning all that I can um, about Mars, and, 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 and just and just being confident enough to send that along. Um, I probably should read these poems too, now that I think about it. But um, here's a certificate for that. Uh, Troy Philip Thompson, um, the man, I don't know, you can read that, um, but just very fortunate, um, you know, for that, because it was just so, so great to see where this journey took me, you know, this was something that was a, it was a creative endeavor, and, and I just kept with it, and, and, and to see some of the success um, was, 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 was amazing, right, so that happens, um, which was just awesome. I didn't really know how to feel about that because it was just so different. Um, but I was just happy. I was just happy about it, happy for myself. Um, and just very thankful for, for those that, that voted um, my, my poetry in that. So uh, that happened. And um, yeah, I might, I might do a separate video, maybe with, with, with some of the reads on this, just in the interest of time. Maybe I can read. Um, I feel like if I read one, I have to read all of them. And I don't have my, my Mars one yet. But um, I should have pulled that before the video, right? 
Um, but but nonetheless, uh, we'll keep going, and I'll read the the, the one that I'm probably the most um, appreciative of um, out of the out of the collective. So um, let me see. So again, the, the Maven happens. Uh, I'm pretty psyched about that. Um, 20 minutes. Wow. Uh, pretty psyched about that. And then um, I, I was I was doing some internet search. So I said, what, what can I do next? You know, what's the next thing I can do? And um, I, I did some research on Google and I looked up some of the highest regarded. Um, journals of haiku right like now I wanted something with a little bit more prestige I wanted something that wasn't kind of a um, you know some type of local competition um, although what I had up to that point was impressive but I wanted something with a little bit more prestige and, and, and I wanted to do it in an avenue where I was amongst the best of the best so after doing research I learned about the Haiku Society of America um, and then I learned about their journal which is frog pond and it publishes some of the highest regarded journal uh, highest regarded um, haiku in the world so i said okay that's my next target you know i put a bullseye on i said that's my next target i'm gonna write 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 i'm gonna study see what type of poems they publish and do it and, and make it so long story less long uh this was probably 20 this was probably 2013 as well the end of 2013 so i write 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 submit some poems to it. I think I, I may have submitted, I forget what was the limit, but I think it was probably like um, maybe four or five, maybe even less than that. But I submitted a couple poems, some of what I believe to be my best poems at the time. And um, very, something very interesting happened. An important moment happened and it was my first rejection in, in this regard, right? They said, uh, good job. You know, I got a, a personal uh, handwritten letter um, from, the, uh, from the editor. And you know, it says you know, great poems. Um, unfortunately, it didn't it wasn't you know it didn't go into this collection. It was probably typed, as a matter of fact. I wish it was handwritten. But it said you know, great job. Uh, try again next time, right? Try with the next um, uh, season. And they kind of gave me some information on that. So um, I was kind of I was kind of bummed, but I was more excited because now a true challenge was set in. So I was like, okay. Great. So I think at that point I kind of doubled down and, and, and became a student of the art form. So by that time I had a good sense of my identity as a writer and my own unique style. But with that poem, um, with that uh, uh, journal specifically, they really want a traditional haiku. So haiku about you know the seasons, about nature. Again, very traditional Japanese haiku. Um, so I had to adjust my style a bit um, to kind of adapt to that. Um, so I was doing a lot of studying, a lot of reading on traditional works. Um, I bought this book of about a thousand haikus just to kind of get a sense of, um, you know, the, the traditional pen. And um, after after many many weeks and many many months of studying, um, I felt like I, I had it um, written down. Um, so a lot of those poems traditionally are about the seasons, but also about love as well. So um, I was writing a lot of poems from that standpoint. It was really the fragility of life, the fragility of uh, love. And that became the theme of uh, a series of poems uh, that I wrote, which was called Lavendula. So um, long story less long, I submitted that uh, series. It was about seven poems, I think, six or seven poems. I think I cut it a bit um, to Frog Pond. 
and lo and behold, this was 2014. Um, lo and behold, I, I you know waited a couple weeks, and that uh, those works got published. Um, so I was very fortunate um, for that, um, and it was it was again it was just a huge moment because now I felt that. Um, you know, for the first time, I really felt legitimate as, as a writer, as a poet, um, because it was definitely a, a huge um, challenge to really um, get a full understanding of the traditional style. So that was a big moment for me. Um, let me see if I can, maybe I can read this one. And this, this is the, the journal, Frog Pond. Frog Pond, beautiful cover. Um, I have a little thing here with the poem. That's probably been there for years now. Um, but, you know, as you can see, there's people here from all over the world. Um, but let me see. This is the poem that I wrote. Uh, where am I at? Right here? Yeah. Let me see. So that goes. Um, morning alarm. I forget the girl of my dreams. So the, the idea behind that very briefly maybe I you know I do another video going into a little bit in depth but um, that was just really about playing on that theme of the fragility of, of life and love you know um, this idea of uh, having a dream and you um, sometimes if you have a dream you can live a whole life in one dream and, and in this particular dream I had a family I had a wife someone who I really loved we lived a lifetime together and um, you know at the, at the crack of dawn I woke up and I remember her just for a couple seconds, like dot, 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 and then I forgot. So that was really um, what that particular um, poem was about. Um, and, and, and it was it's still a favorite of mine um, out of all of them that I've written up to that point. And I'm very proud of that poem as well. Um, but, but yeah, very meaningful poem, very meaningful series of poems. Um, that I was very happy to write, um, and, and that achievement definitely uh, made me feel good. Um, it really, it really, it really did. And um, that was really it. That was kind of my journey thus far um, as a poet. Um, now I write, like I said, here and there, particularly during the summer times. I'm in a relationship. I'm writing. If I'm feeling down, I'm writing. Um, so I try to do it here and there, even when I'm busy. Um, again, haiku for me is just very therapeutic. Uh, I, I just love it. Um, and I think it's very important that someone, that, that everyone uh, develop some type of creative, uh, uh, have some type of creative outlet. Um, because it can't always be about work. It can't always be serious, serious, serious. You got to have something creative, just something for you to invent. I don't care if it's painting. I don't care if it's drumming. I don't care if you play, play the piano, but just something different uh, just to really get your creative juices flowing. And for me, it's haiku. Um, it's something that I very much pride myself on. Is, although you may not hear as much about it than you know, professional development or any other endeavors that I'm currently involved with, um, haiku poetry is, is definitely it. So I'm very fortunate and blessed that um, I learned about it, you know, that it came on my, my, my radar. Right? Shout out to Google um, for, for helping to, to, to get that to me. Um, so, so yeah, again, like I said, I definitely recommend everyone um, develop a creative outlet, you know, give haiku a try. It might be, um, you know, the, the next source of inspiration, in, inspiration for you. Um, and, and yeah, I appreciate you for listening. We're about, uh, uh, I won't, cause I might chop this video up, but we, I've been on this camera for a while. So I don't know if I'll do the full thing or if I might, you know, incorporate some cuts, um, for the sake of space. But, um, nonetheless, thank you for listening. Um, if you have any questions or you're, uh, 
currently in the process of uh, investigating some creative outlets, you know, let me know. Feel free to reach out. Happy to give my two cents um, if you'd like. So uh, wishing you all a good day and thank you for listening.